Hey teachers, welcome. Thank you so much for being here with me today. You are listening to episode two, the second of three episodes in the launch series for Upper Elementary Simplified, a podcast for busy teachers to listen to on the car ride to and from school, during lunch or planning, or by the pool during the summer to learn new ways to engage students in meaningful learning. I'm your host, Dana, and today we are going to be talking about the importance of why. If you missed the first episode, I took some time to introduce myself personally and professionally and discussed a little bit about what you can expect from this podcast. So if you missed that, you might want to go back and listen to episode one. I also talked about the launch giveaway that I'm hosting right now to celebrate the launch of the Upper Elementary Simplified podcast. I've got lots of great prizes, so you definitely aren't going to want to miss out on that. Stay tuned because I will be talking about the giveaway a little later in the episode and how you can get entered to win. There are many interpretations of the question, why? And I'm going to touch on a few of them in today's episode, three to be exact. And my hope is that you can come away from the thoughts that I provide with a new perspective on bringing the concept of why into your upper elementary classroom. Welcome to Upper Elementary Simplified, the podcast where busy and overwhelmed teachers find thoughtful ideas to get students engaged in meaningful learning experiences. Hi, I'm Dana Rodebush, former fifth grade classroom teacher and founder of Teacher Tech Studio. I'm here to share practical tips and strategies that will help you grow as an educator. If you are a tired upper elementary teacher searching for ways to cut down your planning time while boosting student engagement, you are in the right spot. Are you ready? Let's simplify. But why do we have to learn this? I'm never going to use this in real life. Raise your hand if you have ever had a student ask you a question similar to these. I'm guessing if you have been a teacher for more than 25 minutes, you have heard some version of that question. Students are sometimes validated in asking the question of why do I have to learn this? Because as teachers, sometimes we don't give them a reason to learn. So I told you that there are many aspects of interpreting the question of why and that I'm going to discuss three of those ways. And this is the first one. So number one is helping students to respect their need for a foundational education. What I mean by that is that we as teachers need to instill in our students the reasoning behind why they are learning to calculate volume or how to determine the theme of a book or any other number of skills that they are expected to learn in school. Now, I will admit that there are some topics that seem like they have no purpose in today's classrooms, but like I tell my own boys, everyone gets the same foundational education. Being introduced to a little snippet of all types of topics and skills And then when they are older, they can decide what interests them the most, what they are really passionate about and good at, and then that can drive their future decisions about college or the workforce. But since they got that foundational introduction to multiple types of concepts and skills, they are more prepared 
and equipped with the tools that they need to succeed in their chosen field. Going back to my example of why students need to be introduced to the concept of volume. Well, what if going through years of math class, a student develops a strong interest in becoming an engineer or a graphic designer? Both of these careers require a need for a deep understanding of volume. Or what about the student who develops a love for reading and writing and decides to become an author? Won't it be helpful that this student learn to identify the theme of a story so now he or she can write bestsellers? And teachers, these are just a few examples of bringing awareness of the need for a foundational education into our elementary classrooms. If you are listening in real time, I'm excited to let you know that to celebrate the launch of the Upper Elementary Simplified podcast, I am hosting a special launch giveaway. It is super simple to enter and I'm giving away gift cards to Amazon, Target, Sonic, and TPT, as well as coupons for several of my Teacher Tech Studio resources. There will be winners selected each day, starting today, Tuesday, May 30th, all the way through Monday, June 5th. And a grand prize winner will be selected on Tuesday, June 6th. To find all of the details, head to upperelementarysimplified.com slash giveaway. I will also link that in the show notes for you. You can find the link by going to the episode description in your podcast player app. Okay, so I may be showing my age here a bit, but raise your hand if you have seen or are a fan of the movie Joe Dirt. I wouldn't call myself a huge fan, but I will tell you that in my house, movie quotes are a regular part of our conversation and have been since my husband and I started dating back when we were 15 years old. So in the movie, Joe's dad says, how exactly is a rainbow made? How exactly does the sunset? How exactly does the pause track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Now, if you've seen the movie, I hope that put a little smile on your face or even made you laugh a little bit. But the point that I want to make is that sometimes students feel that the answer it just does applies to concepts that we as teachers should be helping them make sense of. So why does the value of the digit change when the decimal point shifts to the right? Why do we subtract partial quotients out of the dividend when we perform long division? Why do we record a placeholder zero in the ones place of our partial product when we multiply a number by the digit in the tens place of the other factor? Why do we need to line up the decimal points when we add and subtract, but it doesn't matter if they are lined up when we multiply? So this brings us to the second way of interpreting the question why, and that is helping students to make sense of concepts so that they can truly comprehend rather than memorize a process. I mentioned in episode one that I am more experienced with math topics, so that's why I'm using math examples here. 
So instead of just teaching students the process of long division, why don't we take it a step further and ask them, why are we subtracting partial quotients out of the dividend? Well, that's because when I divide 124 by 4 using the standard algorithm, I am actually taking out 30 groups of 4, which leaves me with one more group of 4 to take out. Or, instead of just teaching students to put a placeholder 0 in the partial product when using the standard algorithm for multiplication, we can show them that as we move to multiply by the tens place in our factor, the product we are getting is actually 10 times bigger because it's in the tens place, meaning it has a value of 10 times whatever the digit we are multiplying. That's why we put that zero there to create that value of 10 times more. Yes, we do need to learn the processes of algorithms, and I'm very passionate about that. And we do need to learn processes and steps to solving problems. However, when we develop an awareness of the why we are performing these tasks and operations, the process suddenly becomes a little more meaningful. I remember when I was in the classroom, the students would laugh at me when I would always ask them why. I told them that why was my favorite question, and it really was. For example, I would ask them to explain how to solve 2 and 34 hundredths times 10. They would say 2 and 34 hundredths times 10 equals 23 and 4 tenths. I would say, why? They would say, because I moved the decimal point to the right one place. I would say, why? They would say, because I am multiplying. I would say, but why? Finally, they would respond by saying, when I multiply, the value increases. And when I move the decimal point to the right, that makes each digit increase by 10. I might ask why again. And they would say, well, the digits increase by 10 because when the 2 moves from the 1's place to the 10's place, its value changes from 2 to 20, and so on. So you get the idea here. By prompting students to begin seeking out the answers to these and other questions about how math works or what is actually happening mathematically, this will give meaning to the rote processes involved. I know this is a lot of math, but this concept can also be applied to other subject areas. Asking students why the main character in the book they are reading responded in a certain way, or why it's important to be able to use vocabulary words in context and not just memorize a definition for a test and forget all about that word. When we choose as teachers to support the quizzical characteristic and determination of students to ask why, we are starting them on a path of meaningful learning opportunities. Do you have a topic that you would like for me to discuss on the podcast? I'm always looking for new ideas and would love it if you would let me know what you want to hear about. If you would like to submit a topic for the podcast, go to UpperElementarySimplified.com forward slash submit a topic, and I will link that in the show notes. 
there's a quick form there for you to fill out and I will do my best to create an episode just for you. Okay, so the third way of interpreting the question why has more to do with the mindset of you as the teacher. I had a principal a few years ago who, during our back-to-school professional development, asked each of us to create a video of ourselves describing our why. Why do we get up every morning and come to school? Why do we fill the call to education? Why do we do what we do day after day, year after year? It was a very reflective activity and one that I will always remember. So, number three is helping ourselves to determine our own why. Our theme that school year was, what's your why? And it helped us to really reflect on the meaning behind why we became a teacher, what is our purpose as an educator, and how we can use that reason to find motivation when times got tough. Because as you know, teaching is not a walk in the park. So I encourage you to reflect on your why. Take a few minutes and ask yourself these questions. What is my why? Why did I become an educator? Why have I been blessed with the opportunity to positively impact so many lives? If you are willing to share your why, I would love to hear it. You can send me a DM on Instagram at Teacher Tech Studio. Or you can email me at Vanna at teachertechstudio.com. I will put links to both of those contacts in the show notes for this episode. So for a quick recap of today's episode, we discussed the three ways that we can bring why into the upper elementary classroom. Number one, helping students to respect their need for a foundational education. Number two, helping students to make sense of concepts so that they can truly comprehend rather than memorize the process. And number three, helping ourselves to determine our own why. I would love to chat with you about today's episode, so feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or email me with your comments, questions, or even your own way to interpret why. Well, that is all I have for you in this episode. I do hope that you will check out episode three, which is the last episode in this launch series. And if you would like to participate in the launch giveaway, head to upperelementarysimplified.com forward slash giveaway for details about how you can enter to win a gift card or a coupon. Before you go, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they are released. You can either subscribe right now directly in the listening app you are using, or you can sign up for email notifications at upperelementarysimplified.com forward slash notify. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Upper Elementary Simplified. I hope you are able to take away something useful that will help you grow as a teacher. I do have a quick favor to ask before you go. If you are enjoying the podcast, please let me know by leaving me a review. It really does make a difference because reviews impact search results, which helps me to expand my reach to other educators. 
Plus, I love to read my listeners' comments. Until next time, keep life simple. <laughs>